The Sketcho Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, Damen und Herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The Sketchomatic Show. Sketcho Show Podcast. Sketchy, sketchy. I'm sitting down with a multi-talented entertainer. I don't even know where to begin. I have my notes here, but I'm going to wait till we actually pot up his mic. But uh, let me just say he's heard weekends on 104.3 MyFM. He's previously worked with Ryan Seacrest. And there's something here I read that said that you work with Eric Deluxe before. Wow. Ah, we're going to get into that. He was on one of the funniest shows i remember watching legit on fxx with jim jeffries another topic i can't wait to get into it's a pleasure (laughs) it's a pleasure to have him on the sketch o show podcast making his debut let's have a conversation with manny thank you thank you for that intro man you didn't have to go there but thank you I know. I know I didn't have to go there, but I should because I would be remiss if I didn't at least state some of the things. Let me let me just run down the list of what I found out when I did my homework Uh-oh. on Manny Streets, okay? And I feel like after reading this, you're going to want to change your name to Manny Hats because <laughs> you embody the true definition of multi-talented entertainer. Let's see. Radio, TV, personality, actor, songwriter, film, uh, film TV, and record producer... I think that you might possibly be a scientist and astronaut as Maybe. well. Maybe. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. You know, okay. I, I would you, like to think so. You've worked with Ryan Seacrest, as I stated. And, of course, Sam and, the, and Cat, Yeah, right? Sam and Cat on Nickelodeon. And I saw you as a TSA yeah. at the airport with Ariana Grande. Ariana, yeah. now, One of the stars. It's Ariana Grande? This is before Ariana Grande became the pop star? Uh, or it was, was it kind dur- of during? It was like in that transition mm-hmm. um and it's funny because i found ariana on um youtube before she became like a, a ariana that we know today it's ariana grande and um she was just singing her heart out i messaged her and her mom to see if i could produce a song for her and then next thing you know she got signed to republic records uh and then the rest is history bro i didn't get the chance to produce her but you know you, you got the chance to exchange uh, script lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's my school ID and my first class ticket. I see it. We're going to get fresh cookies and hot rags. Cat? These kids yours? We're babysitting them. Um, yes. This is Philip Baum and that's his sister, Kelly Baum. Boarding passes? They're also riding in the first class section with us. Go ahead. Shut up! I mean, that was cool. I watched the demo reel on your IMDb. Uh, thank you, I was man. very impressed, man. I mean, I knew that I had, heard, like I said when we were talking off pod air, per se, that you would work with Ryan Seacrest before. I remember hearing you on mm-hmm. Kiss FM, and I remember seeing you on television before. 
but I didn't really put two and two together. Like I knew I had seen you and possibly met you before in yeah, the past. For sure. Right? For sure. But I couldn't remember where. Of course, these are probably my blurry drunking party days. <laughs> but I'm sure that you have that face where I was like, I've seen this guy, I've met this guy before. But it wasn't until I really did my homework in mm -hmm. preparation for this episode that I realized how many hats you wear, hence the Manny hats. See? I love it. With a Z, Manny hats. Yeah, I, I even wrote it down. I love the like pun. That. Thank you. Love thank it. you. I'll be here till they fire me. <laughs> So let's go back to the beginning, though, man. Okay. Like I said, there's so many different slashes. I even see here former radio Disney host. Yeah. So uh, that was like in 2018. Uh, where did it all begin? I should ask. Where did it all well, begin? Yeah, okay. See. So I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Right. Right. Uh, came out here to be an actor uh, years ago in 1998. I'm going to age myself a little bit. Wow. That's um, when I got into radio. See? Yeah. Well, I worked with big actually. In oh, okay. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my friends who was in the Mickey mouse club with Justin Timberlake and you know, everybody, Brittany, mm -hmm. and all, his name is Ricky Luna. Who's a pr music producer now. <laughs> um, he was out here already. I hit him up. I said, Hey, you know, I want to move out to LA. What's up in LA? What's happening? And he worked at kiss FM actually as a street team guy. Promotion street team. Promotion yeah, street man. team, man. Uh, and he invited me out to come to the club because he had access to the guest list. He was doing the guest list for the radio station. And so I went and I, I saw how this guy had like attention from everybody. Like he had the list. He had the VIP. He had the the drink cards, you know. He was the connector. He was the connector. I was like, man, how do I get a job like that? And he goes, oh, it's minimum wage. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, you just I get I get VIP. <laughs> uh, did you DJ at all? I didn't. I no, didn't. Man, I I'm surprised you, you don't have stand-up comedian in there as well. Well, yeah. You, nah. I feel like you should do try some stand-up. So many people have asked me to. I, yeah. I It's weird. I, I can't put my, my uh, what's it called? My, my, uh my bits together that's hard but i can i can explain it while i'm talking mm -hmm. you know in live but right. you know and hosting you know it's different i feel like some people are just more funnier in the moment than being a stand -up. that's me it's hard that's man. me I'm, I'm in the moment i'd be afraid to stand up to try like jokes in front of an, a room full of strangers yeah even on open mic i've thought about it I really thought I, about I it. have done, I have hosted open mics at uh, oh. the comedy store. So though, you've been that times. close yes. to being a standup. Yeah. Not necessarily like got my bits ready to go. One, two, three, four, all my bullet points. But I'm, I'm like Matt Rife where I'm uh, uh good looking. Uh, no, mm. definitely not. Yeah, you are. You look good uh, with a fedora hat. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know how he does his crowd work, yeah. you know, yeah. that that's me. I'm, I'm a crowd worker guy. I feel you, man. Some people are, are, more suited being host as well, yeah. you know, yeah. but back to your early career, yeah. right? So yeah. radio Disney, what was like the initial start to Manny streets? Cause I know you were born Manny streets or you're uh, Gavada. Yeah. Gavada, Gavada, which is Filipino, right? You're yep, Filipino, Filipino descent. Yep. How did it all begin, Manny? How so, did it become Manny Street? So I got right? hired uh, doing the guest list, right, doing the guest list you know, with home. my buddy Ricky. Ricky. Uh, and I was working on the street team for a while, for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, JoJo was doing a live remote at Six Flags, mm -hmm. Magic Mountain. And I just still remember this day, JoJo on the radio still had like this bright, shiny, silver outfit that he had on. And he was <laughs> JoJo on the radio. <laughs> he looked like a, a moon man. This is like 98. I remember that was the shiny. Shiny shirt days. Yeah, yeah shiny shirt days. Shiny, he had a bunch shirts. of jewelry on. 
on yeah. and he had curly hair yeah. and frosted he tips. frosted tips. It was the in sync days, you know. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Good so JoJo, uh, him and I met at that time, and uh, I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm on the street team. I'm co- I'm doing all these red carpets. I'm I'm in the parties. You know, I worked with a couple of the guys from InSync at Universal Studios in Orlando. And so then I went to a, a party and he said, dude, if you're out of mouth, ring me up. So this is where it all started. It was the Teen People magazine launch party. InSync was there. Brittany, Christina, Aguilera, like all Sabrina, the teenage witch girl, Melissa Jonah, like everybody was there. Wilmer, Valderrama. Wow. And uh, so then next thing you know, Jojo goes, dude, call me. I call him and I got like everybody pretty much on the radio with him while they were young. They were so you like, managed these were the kids. guest list. The guest oh. list. Hey! Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Sketch <laughs> No Show podcast exclusive. That's right. So then uh, the next, that was the first day. And then the next day was the NSYNC show at the Universal Amphitheater with Britney opening. Mm-hmm. I was backstage talking to JC and Joey and Justin and all them. That's so when it was the I Gibson Amphitheater. That's right, the Gibson Amphitheater. Ooh, Bro. So I call up sitting with these two girls who future fast forward one of them's my wife now really crazy right wait a minute let's sidebar <laughs> let's sidebar oh I mean, no she's gonna listen to you she's gonna be like oh no can we can What's we talk a little bit about yeah just wifey? a little bit yes. okay yeah, i don't yeah. want to put her on blast this is all positive yeah this is not for sure anything like yeah, that. Yeah. you know yeah it's just this is fascinating yeah no i love her. upon reading about your history i was already fascinated and now <laughs> it gets you, more man. fascinating so can we state who wifey is yes angela angela angela, angela Guevara. yes that's crazy when okay so yeah. you two meet yep. how and you marry how we when? met at the club i was hosting right, you okay. know the you know guest list whatever da, da, da. so the i guest had list came through for dude. you bro holy moly and this is like your first guest oh list. my gosh dude my first if you guest had list. a podcast you sh- do you have i should podcast? just call the guest yes that's it because that's the ori- that's the originator the origin of manny streets right aka manny right. hats right. nicknamed by sketchomatic i love that okay so angela you meet her in the club the guest list comes yep. through and, and then you actually hit it here's the deal though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was hitting on her cousin oh <laughs> my god gets, the plot gets thicker oh man her cousin and she was like no you don't get to talk to her. Who are you? That's this is my wife. And I was like, what? I'm just offering her free drinks. And she's like, no, she's underage. Yeah. She don't get no free drinks. I know where this is going, Danny. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, uh, I had tickets to go to see InSync or whatever. So I invited them front row. Cause we, you know, street team, we had we were the gatekeepers, you know? Bro, tell me about it. That was the stepping stone too to being on air. Yes. Um, uh, street team. Ninety eight. Back then. Yeah. It's now different. it's different. It's totally different. But at power, where I yep. came from street with big, yep. right? I did I wasn't on the flavor unit, but I did work street team at groove radio okay prior to coming to power 106 and working with so you ben. worked with christian b i i worked with christian yeah, b. I worked with Swedish, Legend. Swedish Eagle. Swedish Eagle. and um tony b tony b yeah wow uh, i Legends. actually hosted a show for armand van helden and and i got to interview him and i remember he was like i'm supposed to fly to australia wow it's a 24-hour flight he goes you should just go for me you look like me i remember he no told way. me that people would say that back in the day when i was cute 
Yeah, <laughs> you're now, still cute. Now man. I'm just you're old, bald, and ugly. <laughs> yeah. But okay, back to you. Back to cousin. You hitting on the cousin. You're, yep. you're you know, Angela's like, uh uh-uh. uh. She does the hand in the face with her yes. nails, the yes. pretty nails, right? Yes. And then what, all of that. How does it evolve into marriage? Uh, you know what? We we were just kind of dating other people. Oh, the in-sync thing. That's the what you in-sync left thing. Off. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. the in-sync. So this is, uh, you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, segging into how I got on air or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I threw Brittany on with JoJo. That was my very, very first interview. And then it was Justin and JC and Joey and the rest of the guys from NSYNC. It's crazy. You get like top hitters. It's, insa- your it's first insane. Try. It's insane. It's as if the universe chose you, Manny Streets, to be cool. <laughs> Thank you. Right? It yeah, is. I it, guess so. It's crazy. I still have the cassette tape. Mm, the one cassette. The one cassette. You want to cover the cassette? Man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. So then after that, JoJo was just like, hey, if you're always out and about, call me. Right. So fast forward to a couple years, Jojo was trying to figure out how to um, revamp his show and just make it a little more ex- different right. than what he's unique. been doing in the past. Unique. Mm-hmm. And he approached John Ivy and said, hey, I would love a street guy or whatever. So he it, so Jojo asked me to become his street guy. And now I, literally I was just Manny. And then he was just like, what about we give you like you're on the streets you're manny on the streets and so jojo dubbed my name yeah so manny on the streets eventually evolved into manny streets with a z yes right yeah why the z uh because you know when people go you know what when you work for a company during that company they can own your name and likeness manny on the streets was named and uh you know pretty much owned and liked by iheart or Mm. or clear channel at the time right i was like you know what i want to be an actor let me have an actor name. <laughs> it can't be Manny on the streets. So let me just take what everybody kind of knows. So Manny streets is it evolved to that. That's genius. You know, it's simple. It's a, such a weird coincidence and because I remember hearing Manny on the streets. Maybe that's why I think this is a revelation. This is a, a, a circle moment, a circle moment. Okay. Well said, sir, of a sketch show podcast exclusive about me, because when I was at power, I used to do, some of the red carpet events yes. and some like listener reaction to movies. I'd go to the third street yeah. promenade and yeah. interview people and ask them crazy questions yeah. about movies that weren't true. I love that. And Jason Ryan and I would come up with the executive producer of a big yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Rye, buddy. Again, he would give me questions. We'd go come up with them together about like gladiator. And I'd go out and ask like, so did you know Kurt Russell and the entire movie of gladiator was filmed in the back lot of universal city Nissan. Mm. And people go, really? I heard about that. Like they would react like, you know, how people like they knew? agree with you <laughs> just because they are going to be on the air. <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes they knew it was a joke. So they yeah. would just play along. Did you know that, uh, Kurt Russell's, uh, body armor had a poop shoot whenever he needed to rush to the bathroom. I would have believed it. Yeah. And it was, it was just fun to do, but, in doing that, yeah. in doing those on the street things, I started saying sketch on the streets. There so in go. a way, I was yeah. kind of biting your name, but I didn't realize it. No, I swear even. to God. Not even. I put that on my, I don't know what I put it on, but I'm pretty sure I didn't do it with like malice and For sure. I felt like it sounded cool. Sketch on, but I went on the streets. Oh, you owned it. Kind you of like how Big Boy it. would go, speak on it. Or, yeah. You know, he would say stuff like sketch on. I don't know. I don't know how it came up, but I do. Now I'm going to say this. I attribute me saying that to you. Uh, well, thank you, man. Uh, Manny on the streets. Nah, it's not even, uh, you know, thank you though. Um, yeah. I'm humbled, but thank you. Now you became Manny streets with a Z and that is your professional actor name. Yeah. Right? So um, I see it all over your IMDb. Bro. It, it's crazy. Cause when I booked my first 
television show out here being an actor mm-hmm. i was just like all right well i need an actor name I, I would love my full name manny guevara but it just didn't pop to me what like does guevara mean by the way guevara uh it doesn't mean anything it's just you know filipino so, i like how <laughs> i have a lot of filipino friends i you know john magic from this could get mm-hmm. me fire podcast b95 right is it right. b96 b95 it's 95 yeah, i always get those two confused sorry john magic yeah. sorry jizzo um stupid john magic is filipino yep, yep. and we we're talking about how similar the latino and filipino yeah, cultures very are similar um Givera, my last name's nava nava <laughs> i know a nava right in the palm dough it really yeah i wonder if we're related probably probably cousins yeah third cousins maybe i don't know but i like Givera. It's a, it sounds professional. Manuel? Is it Manuel? Manuel? Yeah, Manuel. Yeah. That sounds like a real, like, as you get A older, real Latin actor name. I think eventually you may, like... I tried to make that transition. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, recently, I tr- when I came to my FM, mm-hmm. I tried to make that transition. But for some reason, it just draw it just keeps pulling me back to be Manny Streets. Like Godfather? <laughs> yes. Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> They pull me back in. I mean, but Manny Streets is, it does fit you though. But I will say, as you get progressed to an older, yes. dignified, distinguished Manny, Manuel. Manuel. Manuel Guevara yes. sounds more yes. appropriate. But, yes. you know, ride Manny Streets as long yeah. like JoJo on the radio, bro. Like Jojo He's on always going to be that. Well, so then I started thinking, you know, people who have been in radio mm-hmm. and then they became actors, Ludacris. Mm. Chris Ludacris Bridges. That's right. And I'm like, ah, he used it. I'm going to use my name. Why right. not? Who else became well? Mark Wahlberg was always Missy Elliott Marky Mark. was also on the radio Mark before. Marky Mark. Who who did you just say? Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Yeah, she was in radio in Atlanta. Busta Rhymes. Did Busta Rhymes. Yeah, Ice Cube. That's what I'm saying. Like His son O'Shea Jackson yeah. Jr., who's a fantastic actor. fucking actor. Yeah, he's got. You know what it is about him. He's got those actor eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. how they have those cinematic yeah. looks yeah. that other like regular normies don't have. Like me. I don't have those. Like, I've seen myself on camera, which is why this podcast is audio only. Because <laughs> I don't look great on camera. I feel like I look better in person if you can tolerate it. But oh, on camera, it. I'm like, stop whoa. It. You know, it's it's unsettling. Uh, you're all good, bro. Um, let's get to your career, though. There's more I want to cover here yeah. because there's so much. Um, Not too much, but yeah. The SoCal Community Council radio show heard on KISS FM, Real 92.3, and KLAC. Is that still happening? No, not anymore. Uh, EJ and uh, Lisa Fox do it now. Yeah, That's right. Okay, so, but how long did you do that for? I did it for like five years, maybe. Yeah. That's dope, Because nobody else wanted to do it. I mean, you know. But Lisa's, Lisa's been doing it for a long time. It's kind of like a yeah. podcast. It's kind of like a podcast. Right? Yeah. Like, that was like the OG podcast, I guess, back in the day. Right, like a yeah. public service after like whatever... There may be a religious show on as well, yeah. you know, Sunday mornings, but yeah. it was mostly public service. Type yeah. Stuff. I remember running yeah. the board at Power for a lot of those. Yeah. Shows. But they were interesting. They you, were. It was like a podcast. It was like the very first podcast. Yeah. Because you can't you can't air music within that. Right. You know, you it's, it's basically dry. And most it, of them know. are pre-recorded. Yeah. Pre-recorded. But I remember doing some live. With, yeah. at power like That's, they'd bring in people i remember wendy carillo remember wendy, wendy carillo? carillo she's like in politics she now. was in channel five yeah think, right yeah she like ran for office or something yeah. right wow i remember i remember that happened okay so let's get back here um i i read also that you're you're the son of of a navy officer yeah my dad right he yep. was in he was in the navy he was in the navy for over like 23 years did he go to war yeah uh was it desert storm oh long time ago wow yeah. early 90s early 90s I remember that yeah yeah 
Yeah, he was gone for a while. Storm, man, that was a wild. Man, that was a wild one. I, that was like one of the bigger ones. I just remember Bush saying, "Read my lips." <laughs> I was like, "You don't got any lips, man. You got like gums." <laughs> He's the original Manny on the streets, man. <laughs> my my dad. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so let me ask you this, Manny. Yep. At, after all the things that we've just covered, um. And you acting, you know, with Ariana Grande, the the JoJo and In Sync and all mm-hmm. this. This is like a mid pod review, just yeah. of what you've said so far. Well, I want to ask you, you who haven't you worked with yet that you want to work with? That's a great question. Final. I, I've never even gone that far to to think about it, but I, you know, one day I'd love to work with Nicole Kidman. I think she's great. Yeah. Um, you know. Brad, I know that he's not he, he's like talking about retiring or whatever, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um don't don't retire, Brad. I know. He's Brad. so good. Come on. He's man. so good. It's like Quentin Tarantino's talking about his last film. Right. What do you think about that, by the way? Uh, he, he's probably got one or two more left. Yeah, he said yeah, this he's last get, one's he's his final. Yeah. It's fine. What's it called? Yeah. The critic or something like that? I don't know. Well, I would love to work with Leo. Yeah, you know, Leo. You know. Get, get on his yacht with one get of on his party. yacht. No, just, you can't do nah. that, Manny. I mean, I'll, <laughs> you know, I'm just there, right? Yeah. Serving. Yeah, you're a host. You're I'm a host. host. You're the MC. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there's so many people that I can't think off the top of my head. But uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's it's tough being an actor alone and being in in, in a culture that that uh that doesn't that didn't really accept it when i first started yeah but it's now changed now it's it's changed for sure yeah i'm surprised you don't have a podcast if you're i used to oh it was called manny and friends and then i got laid off really yeah wait from the podcast from here oh i see yeah. i see I, I did it when they first said okay everybody should have a podcast mm-hmm. and then i did it I had you know but it wasn't really your idea right it's almost it like was my co- idea. okay did, yeah did they- my, my first guest was angela johnson i see i see yeah. okay so i kind of got this a little confused it's almost like they made you kind of do your own yeah. podcast right yeah. but did you have you wanted to restart one on nah. it just take too much time huh too much time yeah. too much traveling too much uh i didn't have a studio access at the time right. Um, or, or like, you know, after I got laid off, I was like, oh, where am I going to do it? And then I see everybody else do it at the house. I'm like, I don't want people coming to my house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do it in my little ass apartment. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, enough room. And it's a, it's just a, such a better look over here. It is. And it's soundproofed in here. And it's so soundproofed. I don't like it when podcasts, and this is no disrespect to any of the potties out yeah. there, right? I don't even know if that's yeah. a real potties. That sounds Potty, weird. Yeah. Potty mouth. Yeah. Um, no, the other podcasters, I should say rather that like, when they record and it sounds like they're in their living room, but there's no like, and it echoes. It just it's like it's this. Like, uh, Hi, or like the yeah. garage. Uh, Imagine we did our podcast like this, man. Let's worst. try it for a while. This guy, yeah. Hey, sketch. So, how did you work with Eric Deluxe? Uh, Eric Deluxe and I. No, I can't do it. I, can't. <laughs> I mean, this is this is what I'm hearing out there, and they're bringing in numbers. It's what numbers? Come on. I do. I do love on Anna Ferris's uh, podcast back in the day. Uh, there's so many people that I, that I loved. Uh, there's so many different podcasts now. Mm. You know, people are like, you know, actually, the it's funny because about I don't know. Couple of weeks ago, my wife says, "Hey, you and I should do a podcast." <laughs> I was like, "Who did?" I'm Maybe sorry. my wife. Oh, your wife, <laughs> Angela. What would you call it? I don't know. All I'm, right, so would, I, I would probably call it. She's always right. Yeah, that's a good know. one. Why not? Happy life. Happy Just life. call it happy life. That's happy it. life. And then dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll fill in the rest. Right. Right. So what was it going to be about? 
Uh, I don't know. It just our our antics because we we don't get mad at each other most of the time. But it'll be about argue? stupid stuff. Do you argue at all? We do argue, uh, but not all the time. We're like, you know, I I seen people who just argue all the time. Like, why? That would be me. See, Man. this is you asked me off pod air. Yeah. In the my FM studio, yeah. you're wrapping up your shift. Um, do I have any? Why am I married? Yeah. Do I have any kids? And I was all no, like right away. I'm all no, no, <laughs> no. no, no. And I've said it, I've stated on this podcast before. I'm I just turned 46 years old, yeah. and I've been in I've been engaged twice in my life. No way. I've been with very beautiful women. Yeah. You know, in my early 20s, in my 30s, I've had long, somewhat wonderful, but also challenging relationships mm-hmm. extremely challenging like i'm on a a tv challenge show okay. and it's it you know i drank a lot back in the day i just realized after all this time i'm better suited being alone as of right now i feel like i'm just not good in relationships yeah. you know i end up dating very beautiful women mm-hmm. that are also action-packed with issues Right. And I have issues too. It's sure. not just, it's not sure. them. It, but when our, like I said, when our issues meet, yeah. it becomes like this nuclear thing and oh, it's man. not healthy. It's not, right. it's toxic right. at that yeah. point. And it's like always yeah. me obsessing about, did I do this right? What yeah. did I say? It's never good. Yeah. I don't know how people make it work nowadays, especially nowadays. People who are married who've been married, yeah. like yourself, that they argue with their, their significant other, but they always somehow work it out. Yeah. My arguments would turn into like World War Three. It was too much, <laughs> and you know it's an over dumb shit. It was always over it's, dumb it's, shit. You know, arguments are always over dumb shit. Right? Always. I don't remember half shit. of them. Yeah. Of what I argued. You, you know, I pick my I pick my battles, and right. my, my wife knows. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she's she's Latina. She's Peruvian Mexican. Oh. So for her, it's spicy. Everything's spicy. Yeah. You know, for me, it's sweet. <laughs> Manny on the sweets. <laughs> yeah. Like with a Z. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Sounds like you're uh, like a pop-up bakery. <laughs> yeah. Manny on the sweets. Manny on the sweets. Right hey, here. if I if I bring candy back, you know, right? who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she's uh But you work it out with her. You we guys, work it out. You never had to have like couples therapy or anything like no. that? No. No. I, not that I know. Have you ever been I, a partier, Manny? Have you ever struggled with like, like I said, I used to be a major alcoholic. Yeah, I still sure. am, I guess, because I guess once an alcoholic, but I drank enough for three lifetimes. Oh, wow. I don't have that vice anymore. Yeah. Thank God. It's been three years. Uh, did you change. stop cold turkey? I did. No, you AA. did. Really? I just, I, I've, I've reiterated it, this on this podcast, but I know that some people are just tuning in for the first time here. Yeah. So I'll say it again. I woke up on New Year's morning of 2021 mm-hmm. and I tried to drink the last six pack of Stella wow. that I bought. That was my drink of choice. And I was drinking a lot of beer, Manny, like maybe two or three of those six packs a wow. day. And just, just to feel normal, yeah. right? To get through yeah. the day, I'd wake sure. up, brush my teeth, drink Stella, go to work. Wow. Lunch, go home, drink, come back, maybe eat some food yeah. if I was hungry. Right. But it was just a constant yeah. of reaching for the next drink. So one that morning I woke up and I tried to drink it and it tasted terrible. Like really? my taste buds were refusing to enjoy it. Like I said, it tasted like Clorox or something. Really? It's just like, it was terrible. Or like when you brush your teeth, you try to drink orange juice, sure. but, but 10 times worse. Wow. And my body was like, that's it. I remember it crying out to me. Like I can hear it talking, like going, that's it. We're done. Wow. That was and, a wake up call. Yeah. Wow. And I just stopped. And I haven't drank since. Well, congrats, man. And there has really That's been big. no urge at all. That's good. Yeah. But I still smoke weed, so I'm not totally sober. I mean, weed's legal now. It's true. But, you know, you know. it's Cal- what, what did John Camucci said? He said he was like, it's, uh, he goes, it's 
California sober. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're not doing no harm. No harm. To anybody. Yeah, I'm just... Not even home. yourself. At the house, smoking a joint, playing some video games. That's my... It's like coffee. I like coffee. There you go. My ice espressos and my weed and my elf bar vape. That's it. That's all. I'm pretty boring now, Manny. As I get uh, older, I'm, I'm at the house all the time. But with you, you don't have any... You've never had to struggle with any of that stuff. You seem very sober. I'm sober. You, yeah. you don't drink at all? Uh, socially, but I don't get crazy. Right. What's I, your vice? Do you I've, have I've, any I've had crazy people like getting just drunk and, you know, I, I'm the type of guy that, that hates babysitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. I was the drunk that had I, I, I love my friends, but right. I hate babysitting. You're an adult now. Like, yeah. You know, drink I some not, water. Yes. <laughs> drink a lot of water. Yeah. Drink, drink a gallon, please. Yeah um but no you know i i've never had to struggle with that stuff um I, i'll you know it, it uh, california sober i will do it every now and then you smoke weed yeah really yeah nice. you know i'm from jacksonville florida that's all they had i lived in miami florida uh, for a while yeah i did just for six months oh, okay. i worked at 1035 the beat the station out there really yeah, in Miramar, it's still there florida. is that right miramar yeah, florida yeah, yeah, miramar. that building remember yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was wild. How did you That's like crazy. Florida? Well, since you're from there, how was it? Let me rephrase the question. Yeah. Obviously, Florida was your home. Yep. Right? Yep. You came to Los Angeles yep. at, at how old? Well, uh, so I moved around, went to school in Orlando as well, uh, college. I played soccer for college. And then uh, I got a record deal singing oh, into a, a, a boy group in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, we're uh, veering into a whole new category <laughs> here. Good. I This is wait. how I jumped into the music. This is this is wild. It's crazy. Uh, Go ahead. So, yeah, so I I, I told my parents, uh, in or, in or, I was working at Universal Studios and Disney World, right, in Orlando. What did you do there real quick? Uh, characters. So uh -huh. I was Pluto, I was Tigger, I was Eeyore, I was all of these Them different. hot-ass suits. Mowgli. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That humid weather. Oh, man. Bro. I, but I loved it. I was skinny yeah. as heck. That's true. I wish I was, I was a bag. Yeah, yeah. I was skinnier than you. <laughs> this is wild. Well, it still gets hot. Yeah, I get frustrated. Uh, in there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 work the, as a so I was working there, right? right? And, and characters, and there was, I don't know, I went somewhere like a casting or whatever in this hotel in Orlando. I think it was like the Sheraton. I walked by, I don't know, this white dude. Like he just, he looked important. He had a business suit on. He goes, Hey, do you sing? I was like, uh, yeah, I can sing. Like, you know, um, I could hold the tune, you know, he goes, Oh, sing me a little something like star spangled banner or whatever. So I sang in, in the, in the reception area, the lobby. So I sang star like spangled in public in public. Wow. And so then we had a little crowd. They, they gave me like hand clap or whatever. He goes, I said, who are you? Like, why are you asking? He goes, um, I work with a record label. It's a, it's a gospel record label called inner sound records in Atlanta, Georgia. It, but I want to transition to pop pop music. I want to put a boy band together. I, I, he, he said he met, um, Maurice star and Johnny, Wright. You know, Johnny, Wright is the manager of NSYNC and Justin Timberlake. And he was like picking their brain, how to, how to start a boy band. So he goes, if I move you to Atlanta, will you come in and be part of my boy band Whoa, that I'm putting together? I was like, this guy, dude, this is pre social media. Yeah, I mean, this is like weirdo in a way. <laughs> let me just say it's kind of weirdo, bro. Yeah, it's very like, I remember seeing documentaries on this kind of shit. It's where crazy. It's, it's like a scam. Yeah. Also, it's not just 
well, possibly, potentially, like pedof pedophile yes, shit. Yes, no, yeah. But they're like also, Lou Perlman. It's all yes. It's yeah. also like this essence of like a scam being put into process where yes. he's going to ask you for money and yeah. then they'll move you. And, it's it's the weirdest yeah. thing. So, yeah. so you know, me being uh, what was I nineteen? Yeah, you go home and tell mom. I go right? home tell mom. I had his business card. <laughs> And there's no way to yeah, verify no it. To Google. You I don't. Google. I didn't have internet right. at the time. Right. This was back in the nineties. Oh my goodness! Now thinking about it, I'm like, man, I was an insane dude, like putting my trust into this guy. So uh, my mom and my dad was like, "What? I'm gonna do it in my mom's voice." Go ahead. Huh? What are you talking about? What are uh, you going to Atlanta to do? What to sing? What are you gonna sing? Well, who's this guy? <laughs> Who's this guy? He's not even Filipino, huh? Yeah. So it just went on and on, bro. And, and what were you uh, saying, mom, mom? I said, mom, mom. He knows. Justin I could be famous. Like, I could yeah. make some money. <laughs> he knows in sync. Oh, wow, man. bro. So then he goes, come up on the Saturday. I went up on the Saturday with with a friend, and um, and I met another two guys that that he was looking to sign to the group. Right. And strength we all in numbers. Strength in numbers. <laughs> They all performed at Six Flags Magic Mountain in Atlanta. And uh, and so then we met and we're like, hey, is this legit? We're just, you know, whispering to each right. other. Is this guy real? Like, right. da, da, da. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we've been talking to him for the last two months already. They're just looking looking to fill in the pieces or whatever. And so then I moved really to Atlanta. Risk, bro. Dude, I but took you know a what? risk. As you should. I mean, sometimes in life you have to, you have but to. you know, nowadays it's like having my own kids. I'm like, oh man, do Plus not do this. 19. You Plus were I was old 19. enough to know. This, I think I yeah. knew how to fight. Right. You or know? at least defend yourself. Defend myself. Right. Carry this, it. Do you think that you yeah. could have taken this guy if you tried anything? Crazy? For sure. Right. Okay, For cool, sure. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was bigger at the time right. than me. Right. Um, but wild, yeah. Though. It's so wild. It, it eventually transported you into the music industry yes and you yeah. did you guys join the boy band yeah we, we were in the boy band uh, this a, part i couldn't find on you it's not it's not anywhere because we all were all in denial oh <laughs> was it good uh yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i, I got, hear some of yeah, it. do you I'll, have yeah i do can you send me can yeah, you send, play a clip you can play a clip yeah Sketch -matic podcast <laughs> exclusive boy bro exclusive. it's never it's not even released on itunes nothing this is a this is crazy so, uh, yeah yeah But uh, the 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 band we it took a while for us to come up with something because we wanted boys or you know like Backstreet Boys because it was around that time ninety four ninety five how many were there of you guys four. in the band four okay four of just us. like in sync or just like kids on the block we were like the O Town before O Town because it's wow. all you know multi diversity and Filipino were you all Filipino, Filipino? no really it was two, just you? two white guys and and a half black half white guy so it was a multi cultured yeah boy and band. and that was the plan like be one of the first multicultural boy what was bands. the name of it again so you okay to here we go here we go i don't did you mention this or no not, not yet okay, okay. not yet this, almost let's build up to it go so it, it comes from the word solace which is like comfort the soul right, right. 
Um, and we just added a U to make it soulless. And then everybody was like, no, that's soulless. You got no soul. <laughs> We're like, no. Music that comforts the soul. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's a clever name, but it sounds too much like it, soul. It looks cool, yeah. but then once you say it, you're like, ah, oh, soul ace, you know? Anyhow, so that was us. Uh, and soul. Soul. I get it. Soul. Solace. Solace. Soulless. Right. Yes. Right. So it was hard to explain that to the group. Yeah. So get this. So mm -hmm. being in the group for like, I don't know, like two two years, we performed at the 96 Olympics, right? So we thought we we're going to be hot shit. Anyhow, well, I woke up one day. <laughs> we're, we're all roommates, by the way, with the manager and the two guy, one of the two guys that are in the group as well. I, I woke up. I was like, where is everybody? Bro, I turned on the TV. They're there with a new guy that's singing my parts. What? Yes. What? Dude. what? Dude. Dude. This is insane. It's insane. I watched Good Day Atlanta. I turned it on, the Good Day Atlanta. For some reason, I was just, uh, no one's here. I'm just going to watch TV. Right. I, I like watching the news for, for updates. Same. Dude, turn it on. They're there. Hey, Solace. Boom. Where are you again? I'm in Atlanta. You're in Atlanta. In the house. With, their, with the boy band? They're not oh, in there. Okay. They, They've all left. They're performing. And you wake up alone. They're, yeah. And nobody I'm bothered like, to man, wake nobody, you up. Nobody even left me a note. Like, what hey, hey, Manny, we're going to, we'll meet you at the gym or whatever. Normally, that's what happened. Right. Posty. <laughs> yeah. Bro, how did you feel? Nothing. How did you feel when you saw that? I was that? so mad. Were you devastated? Devastated. I thought my career was over. I was like, oh, damn. What did I do? Who was like, this what did I imposter do? that took So get place? this. Go. Fast, fast oh, forward. I'm God. out of the group. Okay. Fast forward to me moving out here, being Manny on the streets, mm -hmm. hosting world premieres, mm -hmm. right? At El Capitan, I run into the guy who replaced me. I'm not going to say his name, just out of respect. Okay. But I saw him and he saw me and we all knew each other. And so he goes, Manny. I was like, oh, snap. What's up? And we gave each other a hug. We're like, he was like, oh, man, that, that group was a joke, man. I left that group. So, Solace Solace is gone, huh? <laughs> well, there no more Solace. Yes. What happened to home dude who started it? The guy, the you know possible scammer. The, 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 the manager? Yeah. He's still he's still like a, a he's president like, of a record label really? now. Really? Still, still he's over still, there. He's still balling. He's still cool, yeah. he's. I mean, it's funny because he hired me to do some videos. You know, you never burn bridges. That's right. the thing. Right. Regardless of how they treat you. There's still a way that they're going to figure out how to use you, right. pay you, utilize, uh, utilize you, mm -hmm. um, and for the good, for your benefit, because they know that they've done you wrong. This is one of the craziest stories it's insane, I've dude. ever had on this podcast. I never knew that, you know, it's just crazy. Like, f everything comes full circle, man. True. It's crazy. Man, so let, let's segue into sure. you working with Eric Deluxe. Yeah. How does that come into fruition so um well, real quick bio on yep. eric deluxe who was on the podcast as well oh no way he was on, awesome i forget what episode but he was recently on towards the end of last year okay uh, it was like summertime or something yeah. but yeah he's worked with lmfao he did shots yep he uh, essentially co-wrote it or wrote he wrote it himself he he came up with the whole shot yeah the idea Patron yep. on the rocks and yep. um, let's play a clip real quick give me some jazz shots Patron's on the rocks and i'm ready for some shots yes yeah, so He's on the podcast. You know, I worked with him at Power 106. He yeah. was on air at Power 106. He's part of Scam Artist DJs. And now he has his own Try It. Yeah, his Try It Studios. Enterprise. Yeah. There's, all, there's so many slashes in the Try It Studios, Try It Marketplace, Try he It. He's got Headliner Records. Music. He's club. got Headliner Music Club. Yeah. This guy is Manny Hats as well. He's, he's, he's the. 
you know, the entrepreneur that we all hoped to be. Right. And, and he's, he's such doing a good looking it. guy. Too, such man, a good dude. Right? Yeah. He's got that face. Dude, I he, asked him if he wanted to act and he said, no, he should. He should. They should do a biopic on him or at least just a documentary. That way he's not acting. Yeah, like with him hanging out with AM, you know, DJ right. AM back yeah. in the day, yeah. you know, like he's a legend. There's yeah, a, the history. such a rich history with everybody his hung out with every, yep. Kabichi, everybody, you yeah, know, it's like um, DJ Vice, all that. Yeah. So, so go ahead. I used to host a club called Club Azul in uh, Alhambra. Oh, Alhambra. Go ahead. Yep. Club Azul in Alhambra. I remember that. I DJed there. You did? Yes. Yeah, it's like a Havana club. Like With uh, promoter Kenny. Kenny. You know Kenny? Yes. Uh. Kenny. <laughs> and Rene. And, and Rene. Who, uh, it was a... Uh, DJ Rene. Sammy Sam. Sammy Sam. Yeah, I remember yep. Sammy yep. Sam? Okay, shout out to those guys. But yeah. <laughs> wow, that's Sammy great. Sam. That's probably where I met you, dude. Maybe. That must have been. If you were hanging out with Deluxe back then. Yep. Uh, I was so drunk, though, all the time. It was a mess. Oh, yeah. I was a mess. Not bad. We bad. had good times. I couldn't remember anything. We had good times. Yeah, real good times. Man. Yeah. Uh, but Deluxe would, would spin there yeah. uh, before our time came. So he would always come hang out and uh, DJ Gusto and you know everybody. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Gusto. Yeah, Gusto. So so that's where I met Deluxe. And then fast forward to me and Frankie J hanging out in the studio writing or whatever. Oh, they were writing something. Yeah. And we just happened to have the same producers mm. at the time. So I walked into the, the session. It was like one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Frankie was there Prime time, and we just started going, Hey, let's just write a song. Like whatever. Let's talk about love, you know, Valentine's coming up or whatever the case may be. Frankie J and we start singing or we start writing. Deluxe had an idea. Big Scythe had an idea. I had an idea. You know, all of these ideas came. Frankie had an idea. So Frankie's in the booth, just laying down stuff. And dude, I kid you not. I'd have, I'd have be at the morning show for Ryan Seacrest. Oh, at 5.30 in the morning. And it, was, all it was already 5.15 a.m. Well, in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm like, chirping. dude, I didn't even go home. <laughs> at least you're sober, though. Yeah. yeah. But, you're, but there's nothing like going straight Tired. to work at a morning show. Oh, when man. You're hung over from work. Yeah. You're just hung over yeah. from work. Yeah. And, and creating yeah. a song with Frankie J. By the way, Frankie J. It's I called Crush. Guy. So if you want to look it up, Let's it's play called Crush. Clip. Let's play a clip. Yeah. And you worked on this track. Yeah, I wrote it. Interesting. Yeah. And did you sing it all background? No, nothing. No, it's all Frankie. Frankie J, there's something so West Coast about oh, I love his, Frankie J. his music. Where, where is he from originally? I want to say Texas. Okay. Well, because he was in the Cumbia Kings. I just remember certain times in my career where I was in between jobs yeah. and I was doing freelance yeah. imaging for radio stations okay. all over the place yeah. from home. I was like one of the first, not one of the first, but I was like one of the first younger imaging guys to do work from home. It, this is before, you know, way BC, before COVID, before working from home was a thing. When you said you work from home, that meant you had no job. Right. Right. This <laughs> right. Is when that meant that. But right. I actually did. I just said freelance. But I remember making music promos with Frankie J's oh, yeah. music. And it always takes me back to that kind of like I was struggling. Yeah. I still am, but I have more stability. But I just remember then I was really struggling yeah. to get another gig. And oh, Frankie yeah. J's music 
got me through a lot of those it's, times. It's man. so timeless, man. Yeah, it you is. Know, it's so and timeless. What's he up to now, man? He's still working on his yeah. albums. He's going on tour with, you know, Baby Bash. You know, Paula Deanda also joined him on a couple tours or whatever. But I, I've seen him going on a bunch of like all these old, oh, like old school throwback tours, right. which is great, you know? But man, working with him. Yeah. And working it, with Deluxe it was crazy. On that, that's yep. how it all came together. Yep. Now, let me. Um, circle back to the to the acting sure because there's a couple more projects yeah. on here that i saw i actually watched one of these on your demo reel there was uh there was quite a bit there was almost just under five minutes of uh. a demo reel on imdb and okay. it, it was like damn he's got some really good roles like you had solid lines you were the delivery guy nice, on legit yeah. right and on FXX with Jim Jeffries, the yep. comedian. Yep. And that was one of his first sitcoms. Yeah, right? first sitcoms. And that was a really, I think that was a very underrated sitcom. Yeah. It was super yeah. poignant. Yeah. It had such a good message in it. And it made me cry several times, but it also was funny and raunchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? With DJ Qualls. But, but it was so like real. Yes. You it know? was one of the first real sitcoms yeah. that was a sitcom. But it was still like reality. Yes, because my even my episode is titled "Racist." Right, I saw the season two, episode three, <laughs> yes. I believe. Yep. Look yep. at that! I just and I smoke a ton of weed, and I remembered that. How do you do it? Sketch Good memories, exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, I was very, I was very enthralled and impressed with the amount of work that you've done in acting. Thank working, you, man. Working on legit. Also, which I haven't watched this show, but I. I've watched all of the previous seasons, which is Bosch Legacy. Oh, yeah, Bosch Legacy. You're in Bosch Legacy yeah. as well, which yeah. is now on Freevee. Yeah, right? so it used to be on Amazon Prime. Right. So I watched all the seasons before Legacy, yep. and I'm still waiting to get into it. Yeah. I just, uh, there's too many shows now. I have yeah. choice paralysis, and I'm trying to finish up Griselda. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is so Amazing. good, by the way. Yeah. By oh. the way, I just had Louis G on the podcast, yeah. um, and in talking about Griselda, who was the, you know, cocaine godmother, yep, yep. She did the cocaine cowboys docu yeah. documentaries that came out about her. The, uh, what's her name? Griselda Blanco, right? Yep. Griselda Blanco. The real Griselda looks nothing like what Sophia did. What they did with Sophia Vergata uh, with the makeup. Yes. Yes. They try yes. to kind of ugly her up a little, yeah. but dude, I told Luigi, I'm like you, she's still super hot <laughs> behind that makeup. The bad teeth don't care. Big nose. Who cares? Like, dude, you could still see the hotness. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Wild. it's wild. The only time that really worked was when Charlize Theron, right? Mm -hmm. Played monster. Okay. Yeah. Yep, when yep. she gained weight, yeah. she got real, she uglied herself yeah. up. I think yeah. she shaved her eyebrows. That always yeah, has an that's effect. True. When women shave their eyebrows, Bro. they can either draw them on and it's fine, but yes. when you don't do it, it looks gnarly, <laughs> right? Yes. The, the yes. eyebrows really make up the person. <laughs> Holy moly. Could you imagine? Would you ever do a role if they asked you to shave your eyebrows? Oh, man? yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. What is the craziest role you've done? Craziest role I've done? Nothing, nothing crazy yet. Yeah. Nothing just, crazy. Just yet. very kind of in the middle, right? They keep it pretty safe. Yeah, the, the only thing that that probably I mean, there was an episode of Mixology um where I played a Hawaiian and and I saw that. I, I mean, it's close to being Filipino, yeah. but I had tats everywhere. And the guys who wrote Mixology and directed it are the guys who did Hangover. Oh, that's dope. So and that was a Ryan Seacrest production as well. Look at that. Um, which was great because if if Mixology was a success, right. the the writers and producers of that the guys who did Hangover were hoping to do a spinoff from the Hawaiians, that but it didn't dope. happen. It didn't work out. But there's still hope. 
There's still mixology. Hope. The name reminds me of something like like it would be about DJs and like bartenders. Yeah, right for us. Yeah, mixology. Yeah, but it but it means uh, bartenders and right. You know, it's the whole mixology yeah. of bartending and whatnot. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I want to just go back to with yep. the demo reel that really caught my attention was the that little reel you played. Uh, Rob on stalker spelled S T A L K R. Uh, yeah. No E. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh huh. That was like a weird, it almost seemed like I like almost like a black mirror type of twilight zone. It was like a girl who popped up on your screen, took yeah. your dog. Yeah. What was that about? What is that? Uh, so that was basically like an independent kind of, uh, somebody wanted to sh just shoot a bunch of stuff to have a reel. Mm. Um, so I did it for fun uh, and I liked it so much that I put it on my reel. Yeah. It was cool because it was all ad lib. Yeah. Like there was no script. They were just like, we're going to just have you sit down and, uh, you do your thing. You're going to react to this. All I saw was a green screen. So I didn't even see the girl. Man, that was good, man. It, it, it sold me. I was like, what, when is this coming out? What yeah. is this? I even looked for it. I'm all, there's no full length thing. No, there, that was the hope. Reel. That was the hope though. It, yeah. It said yeah. it was, it was just a teaser. Video. Yeah. It said video. That's what it was. Video. It was just a yeah. short vid. Hi Rob. What you reading? Fake news, fake news. <laughs> it's Mandy. I need to get out of here. So you thought you blocked me. No. Oh, are you still there? Come on. We went on one date. Hey, Rob, Um, I'm pretty sure this is your dog. How do you have boo-boo? Oh my gosh. She has boo-boo. We can <laughs> And then you, I saw you on Alan the Dog. Alan right? the Dog, which is playing, now on Amazon. You're playing. I played a mechanic. Thanks, man. That means a lot. That's the kind of talent you don't throw away kind you partner up with wait are you saying what i think you're saying yeah running the garage you and me as co-owners turning this place around what do you think man yeah yeah and then all, yeah. what was it all rise all rise that yeah that didn't get to release but i did the pilot right it was with cedric the entertainer and we, we had so much I fun saw that and uh that was before he got the movie uh in the tv show on TV land happy something. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. What is that called? I know he's got the neighborhood. Now he's right? got the neighborhood, right. but if he didn't get those, he would have done all, he would have produced all rise and probably sold it. Or whatever. Yeah, it almost looked like night court or night court. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That was the throwback your honor. Before you go to commercial, <laughs> I want to make a citizen's arrest. She is guilty of leading me on. I bought her dinner. She gave me nothing. She won't even call it a date. <laughs> It was never a date. You lied about knowing the mayor and his toilet. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, dude, I mean. But thank you. It is very cool, man. Just the amount of stuff you've done and, and that you are. Like, I see you now mm -hmm. and we're just hanging out and it's just Manny on the streets or Manny streets, right? But when I yeah. see you on the mixology and Alan yeah. the dog, like, I'm like, damn, that dude is like a bona fide actor. Like, you seem oh, like thank you've you, man. been. Did you have to take any acting classes? What was your first big acting gig? First big acting gig, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, it was a, a commercial for a bank, First Union Bank in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my senior year, my there, <laughs> you're going to laugh because this goes deep. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm prepared. Uh, so there's, you know, out here it's called John Robert Powers. You ever heard oh, about yeah, that? Yeah. The, the uh, talent agency. The talent agency, right. talent manager agency that, the, you know, people now call it a scam. I tried out there once. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. 
So I was walking in the mall. Uh, it was a senior year walking in the mall, and and some talent manager comes up and says, "Oh my gosh, another one! You're great." Another <laughs> weird guy approaches you in a public Dude, place. Did it was, you it was a female. It was a oh, female. Female. Okay, okay. And she goes, "You should be a model." I'm like, "A model? What?" At this time, I had hair down to my uh, shoulders. Really? Yeah, I looked like Mowgli, right? <laughs> so uh, the the lady was like, "Yeah, you should come. I'm a representative, John Casablancas, because mm. uh, back." over there in the east coast is called john casablanca's really? talent management yeah but it's the same thing same company it's like how carl's jr is called hardy's, hardy's. interest why right. is that right exactly i don't know they should just name it one just thing it the same it's Come imagine on. if coca-cola was called something else exactly in, in, in florida exactly cocaine cola <laughs> which it used to actually have cocaine but that's a whole right. different podcast right go ahead um so then yeah so then uh i took home the, the flyer to my parents mm. to my mom she was like Oh my gosh! This is your break, son. This is your break. So then, she, yeah. So then I said she didn't ah, trip that cool. the strangers approached you. She she was like, uh, at that because this was pre music, right? Mm. She was like, oh, maybe you'll be a model, you know, whatever. Da, da, da. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Shout out to your mom. <laughs> so I, I love my mom. I love my parents. Yeah, they supported it, and they bought me uh, for my senior year. They bought me like a package to go get modeling classes Ooh, and all that stuff. So that, that's where it started. Yeah, that's where it started, and I was like, oh, I love this shit. This is so awesome. You, just get, you, you caught the bug, right? I away. caught the bug right away. I was like, "Ooh, I get all this attention. We're walking a catwalk. Like, I'm in a fashion show. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like, who would have thought? Right, said Fred. Who, who, on the catwalk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who would have thought this five foot five Filipino guy would be a model? <laughs> now, let me ask you. It, and a sidebar question within that question. Yep. Your family, your mom, anybody on the Guevara side. Yeah. Has been in acting or modeling no. or, or radio no. or television. Nothing. None. You're the first. I'm the first. Did you go to college and, then, and all that? I went to college. Really? Yeah. You graduated community college. What no. did you? I did not graduate. Oh, okay. I didn't graduate from high school, so don't feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh. I, I checked but, out. But you're successful. I went to go work at a record Bro. label the day I turned 18. What? Correct Records. Yeah. Correct yeah. Records. It was called Correct Records. And, wow. Uh, yeah, I just remember turning 18. I couldn't wait. That's I just crazy. couldn't wait to check out. And they were like, "You sure you want to do this?" And my guy who came to pick me up was from the record label and no all, way sketch you know we're all against this i was all drive <laughs> <laughs> i was like let's go man i just was done i knew what i wanted to do that's that was me too my my parents i loved them to death yeah. but my dad was in the military so he always I wanted bet. he always wanted somebody in the military in his family and all of us siblings were like but that's not our life dad so him doing wanting that for you yeah. did you ever if you were to i've join, always thought about it now if you were to join this is a yeah. great Another yeah. question as yeah. far as what dad wanted. Yeah. Let's say in a parallel universe, Manny never got into yep. radio or acting yep. or singing, yeah. et cetera. But you went into the military. Which branch of the military would you have joined or wanted to go for? Probably Navy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Probably Navy. On those carriers, like Top yeah. Gun? Yeah. My dad was a chef for over 23 years for really? the Navy. Yeah, so. That's crazy, man. Um, war is nuts. crazy. Just being prepped for war is the, nuts. The, the, so, you know, fast forward to being a, a host and, and radio, when they came out here to visit me one time, uh, I I recorded them an audio. Oh. And and I asked all these questions like, how did you meet mom? You know, because these are things you want to just keepsake for yourself, right? right? Of course, man. You did like a pod with them, like a, a little, pod, like a little pod, basically. And and parents' pod. My my parents were breaking down; they were crying. Like, oh, I was like, oh man, you're making me cry. Do you have a clip of that, or we can't run it? 
It's just for you. It, it's somewhere. Okay. It's yeah. I have, well, to, I, have to, I have to dig in. It's in one of my hard drives. Yeah. You know? I don't want to make you dig too deep, but it does sound very endearing, though. It, it is, yeah. and it's one of those things where everybody should do it, even on their phones, and just be like, you know, have yeah. a conversation with your parents. I have voicemails from my mom. She passed in 2017. Oh man, and she used to be a singer. Speaking yeah. of which, and I hate to try to always bring it back to me, no, but I do good. feel like no, I, I love it. There's a, a connection. Yeah, there is a connection yeah. because my mom was a singer in Mexico City. She went there to pursue. She was kind of the shit and kind of famous yeah, out yeah, there, yeah. right, in the 70s. She met my dad, who was a recording engineer, what? who recorded the album. Dude! Right? So it all kind of it makes sense. It all comes together. But to build on you saving yeah. your parents on, you know, yeah. with a little, like, kind of a mini yeah. interview, um, or a parents interview, I should mm -hmm. say, rather, I recorded my mom singing and, and just talking, just voice memos and stuff that I got from her, voicemails, actually, that I saved. And what's weird is my I never have my iPhone voicemail set up on purpose because mm. I was trying to duck bill collectors from shit uh. that I know I'm not going to pay for. I'm like, I'm not paying for that. Yes. Like something went wrong and I'm like, yeah, that's your fault. I'm just not going to pay yeah, for it. And yeah. it's been like decades. Right. And I stopped checking. I, I let my thing fill up my voicemail. Yeah. Fill up so nobody could leave a message, wow. but in that getting a new phone and it upgraded to a new OS oh, on yeah. an iOS. I yeah. mean, it purged all the messages. So it no forced way. me to like, Save like now it opened up all the messages and it's all do you want to save this do you uh, say so I saved all my mom's uh, voice memos which brings awesome. me back to your parents yeah, yeah. it's so great to listen yeah. back to yeah. to your parents whether it be a wisdom or even their story and their struggles yeah. you know it's it, it's crazy to to find out my dad was the only one out of his family to his dad told him you better leave Philippines for a better life. For yourself and he was like 19 20 21 i think something like that and my my grandfather told him no leave go enlist in the in the military and he got denied three times mm -hmm. and he had to change his last name to <laughs> Guevara, which with one r he we originally we have two r's in our name mm. um but he did it with one r and he got accepted and that's that's our name now wow crazy it's, it's crazy how you have to change. I remember the whole Ellis Island stories of people changing their name. Yeah. A lot of the just Italian to get, Irish yeah. people coming here, but exactly. mostly Italians because it was too hard to pronounce some yeah. of their names. So yeah. they just change it to just, you know, end yeah. with a vowel easier. <laughs> yeah. Right. And make it yeah. short. Um, yeah. Damn, dude. That's crazy. crazy though, dude. Your your dad seems to uh, really have supported your, your journey and same, same with mom. Yes. You know, I, I think for everybody, they need, uh, you know, that, that support group. Yeah. Uh, you know, at first they thought I was, I was crazy to, to I only had $300 in my bank account, uh, you know, to move out to LA to become an actor. Right. You know, um, and my parents at the time, it, it was a weekend, it was Friday. So what I did to, to, to make sure I was going to be in LA, mm. this was snail mail, mm. right? I sent out 10 headshots to agencies out here in LA from Jacksonville, snail mail. Snail mail gets returned probably about a week, right? Because it takes about three days right. to get to California. Then you got to wait for a re reply. And right. hopefully you get a reply. God, I sent 10. How did we get anything done? It's crazy. Yeah, it's so, crazy. So what happened? I sent 10. Seven of them replied to me. Mm -hmm. So that's seven, 70%. Look right? at you. And I was like, oh, this, this is happening. Mom, I'm, it was Friday. I said, mom, I'm going to go stay with my aunt and cousins and uncle in Temple City. <laughs> and they're like, what? Did you talk to them? I said, yeah, I already called them. I'm, I'm, I'm driving. I'm you going. You drove to LA? I drove. From... Yeah. From Florida? Oh, yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, but my first visit was on a Greyhound. Isn't that crazy? Across country? Across country. Bro. Five days. 
And did you in and you just drive Hold, nonstop holding, yeah, and you non-stop. stop for breaks, right? Yeah, to get gas. But you're never like at a motel or anything. No. It's just a constant drive. Yeah, it's a thirty eight hour oh, drive. Wow. How yeah. my parents do that uh every year. Really? Every year. It, for the I last. guess for them it's easy. It's they cool. love it. Yeah. But imagine I'm just trying to picture young Manny. Yep. Cross country My on the Greyhound. Integra. Right. Well, on the Greyhound. <laughs> on the Greyhound right? first, but yes. No iPhones. No iPhones. There's nothing, nothing. to entertain you except Not reading. only that, you know, you know the the bricks, the AT&T bricks. Yeah. Uh, oh man, the, those the brick big cells? fat cell phones. Yeah, yeah. With with the green lights, mm-hmm. the, you know, on the sometimes pad. burgundy. Sometimes burgundy. Red. It had red. red. Right. Um, but every time you turned it on, you get charged a dollar ninety nine. It was like twenty bucks to talk <laughs> Dude, to. I'm like, hurry up, mom! Yeah. I'm over here in San Antonio. Right. And there's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I remember it was like Pactel back then. Pactel, yeah, yes. before Verizon. Oh man, it's crazy. And, and it's just wild how uh, we got anything done. How do we survive? In film. How even special effects were made? Oh like, man, no computers really. Like, how did Star Wars yes, get made? I was just about <laughs> to say that right now. Oh my god, bro! And then you see the technology now. You're like, wow, it's we came insane. so far, and, and it's just starting. It's just starting. Okay, so this leads me to my next question. Yeah. I, we're already at an hour. Oh, Look at wow. that! It just flew by. Doesn't even feel like it. I've been really it feels enjoying like 15 this, minutes. this enlightening conversation Same. with you, man. You you have so much to share of your your history and talent man and Thank and you, there's man. more i wanted to ask you and i yeah, but i know sure. you got to get going no, it's all good okay. we got time we'll go just a little longer here before we wrap up uh where was i going with this oh you know what let's do this yeah. i have a note here it says a mid pod i just spit on myself <laughs> a mid pod ussy you know what that is no oh, what is that picture oh an ussy i haven't done that yet on this podcast where i just want to take a uh like a selfie of yeah, us in the middle it. of the pod Hey. I haven't done that yet. Let's try it, shall we? Yeah. All right, I'm going to put the timer on. Hold on. There it is. We're taking a mid-pod ussy. This is a new feature <laughs> on the Sketch Show, Show podcast. Even though you can't see it, it'll be one of the slides. And then one more. I love I'm it. doing like the... Uh, hey. This is going to be one of, one of the slides on the, on the Instagram post for this pod. I think I got it. Yeah. Dope. Nice. Hey, that just took up a lot of time. I like that. um, Nah, you know, I'll cut it down. Okay. (laughs) So, um, let's get back to my notes here for Manny streets, the multi-talented entertainer. I mean, good Lord, man. Uh, that that is a big, a title. Thank you. Let's see here. I wanted to go back to, where was I going with this? This is another damn you weed moment. Uh, well, I remember we were talking about the Bosch legacy thing. It was going to leave me something else to her. Oh, oh, this is what it was. In in regards to your your acting, like you were stating, and and, and doing the headshots and the snail mail, mm-hmm. do you get an agent? Like, do you have? Are you going through William Morris agency? Do you? I have I have an agent. Yeah. Well, how do you get an agent? Uh, is it it's, because it's, you send your headshots? You know what? Out? It's it's the weirdest thing. Some people have a trouble in L.A. or any anywhere. They have a hard time finding an agent. Me. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Nobody it's, wants me, Manny. No. You know, okay, so so back in the day, you you mail a headshot, mm-hmm. and you hope they call you or leave a voicemail on your answering machine. Yeah, <laughs> back in the day with the cassette, yeah, the with the cassette, cassette, the mini cassette, mm-hmm. uh, and then fast forward. Hopefully, they leave a, a voicemail on your cell phone, right? Nowadays, it's through DM. Oh, you follow the agents, you follow casting directors, and agents nowadays they look for new talent even more so now. Than they were when I first started. Mm-hmm. They they look for randoms like 
Oh, you don't have an agent? People. Oh, you work in radio? Yeah. Oh, let me represent you now. Interesting. Nowadays. But it was tough for me to to even get an agent. But I've been lucky enough and blessed to to say, hey, you know, I would love to sign with your agency and they, they would sign me up. So but a lot of my other friends who are actors, hard, hard for them. Bro. And and they I thought, you know, their stuff is good. I just want a voiceover agent. I want to like because you know, I did some work for yeah. NBC four LA through Fred Rogan. Yeah. When he was still on television. He he recently retired or you know, about a year ago mm -hmm. or something. But I was the voice of the challenge, which came what? on after NFL. Dude. Yeah. It was like You got a reel? I do. You I do. have it. Okay. I have a reel and and but that project was my first big television like on NBC four yeah. Fred Rogan. It was like I grew That's up with huge, that guy. Dude. And it sounded really good. Like, you, you got an audio of it? Yes. Bro. And by the way, I did voiceover when Vic won. Uh, he still DJs for the Kings, right? Vic yeah. won formerly oh, yeah, yeah, Big yeah, Boys yeah. Neighborhood right, and right. at Power as well. Yep. Longtime friend. He's a DJ and music director for all kinds of sports, right? Mm -hmm. And they had just gotten a new lead guy at before crypto became crypto was Staples Center, right? Yeah. And the Kings, they wanted, they had this new lead guy of operations, I forget exactly what his official title was when he was at his tenure, but they had me do an intro to the Kings and it played at Staples no Center way. when it was Staples Center, right? This wow. is right before it and changed. You have, you have audio of I that? I have audio and video of it. So, right? so now that you have audio and video of it, put a little demo, mm -hmm. right? Hit up these agents. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with a couple emails, you know, that you really? can just reach out direct. I, you know, I always say, don't use my name. Oh, don't name drop. Uh, don't name okay. drop okay. unless you become somebody. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you don't because it'll be a bad look. <laughs> exactly. Copy that. Exactly. Well stated, but sir. Like, like when you're doing a podcast right. with Schedulematic and right. you're like, oh, okay, I, I was the one that discovered him, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'll give you some leads. Okay, thank you, yeah. man. I appreciate it. Um, now, with AI happening, uh -huh. where do you see radio going in, and as well as podcasting taking over as well? Yeah. Where do you see radio, FM terrestrial radio, in like the next five years with just the rise of, of the aforementioned? I think radio is still going to be um, one of those permanent um, fixtures in, in entertainment because AI can't replicate what what us us radio personalities do. Not yet. Not yet. Right. But but even then, the the, the algorithm that that people are trying to be like, oh yeah, unless they hire radio people. Mm -hmm. To program the AI, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I think it'll happen within our lifetime, though. For sure. Right. For We're sure. Gonna see, like, if they already have For radio sure. jocks or AI jocks, AI listeners, like yeah. callers, yeah. right? Yeah. And they sound legit, but they, they just do. don't have the realism that they, they don't have the personality right. and, and charisma as as a talent. Yeah, they're too perfect. They're not nervous. Yes. See, if yeah. AI can get nervous, because the callers are nervous, yeah. even if they're being pre recorded and right. it's not live on right. the air, it's still nerve wracking. I remember calling Kiss FM when I was yeah. a, a young teenager, like 13 years old, and them answering, and right. I hung up because I was so freaked out right. that they even answered. That that kind of level of enthusiasm you don't get from AI. I'm sure you can prompt but, but it. But even like, our conversation yeah, now, yeah, the the banter that we have, AI can't replicate or duplicate right. that. They they just can't. There's no way mm -hmm. un unless they copy our same um, uh, the recording, mm -hmm. and AI goes off of that based off of that. But even then, when you listen back, there's gonna you can't you can't laugh on an instant. You know, right. AI would never know the emotion behind. 
are 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 um are talking you know interesting that you said that because on my last pod with uh or previous pod with Natalia? john camucci john camucci we talked about joe uh george carlin ai okay. comedy special that yep. came out that was allegedly about an ai wrote it or not wrote mm-hmm. it but someone a comedian or somebody wrote it and prompted ai to sound exactly and deliver exactly like george yeah. carlin turns out i heard this on howard stern mm-hmm. it wasn't generated by ai wow like these three comedians or three writers came yeah. up with it and somehow got the george carlin likeness to sound like it it was obviously generated through ai sure. but but everything in it is and i played a clip on this it's podcast, still a real so i have person. to retract that statement yeah yeah so it just reminded me of that so it turns out that that's all bullshit ah. it's it's just it's an ai generated thing i don't know totally i don't know and who cares yeah, all i right. know is that it's funny it yeah. sounded exactly yeah. like him the jokes were insane yeah. that he starts off like i know i've been gone a while but i've been dead like it's right. and it's so like him his pausing right. the timing right. But it's not real. It's yeah. like a deep fake. Yeah. But right. Yeah. It's like a deep fake. And, yeah. and I think, you know, pe- even people nowadays, they, they want something. Uh, what's, what's the word? Um, tangible. Mm. They want something real. You know, we, we've been duped to, to, to think, you know, Tupac is, is dead. Right. 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 <laughs> you, you know, that, that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? So I, I think everybody wants something tangible and real. To, to, to feel alive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's you know they they still want to be able to touch even if there's a celebrity so far as Usher like performing on stage or whatever right. they they want to they want to see him live. Right. You know it's ne- it's never going to be an AI generated thing right. where people will want that forever. I mean it's wild, dude. What's happening with the Apple it's Vision cr- it's, goggles? It's cr- Have you seen those? That is amazing. Yeah. Now I heard from Beeple, the artist, the digital artist. Okay. I follow him on Instagram. He reviewed it no. and it's not good. No, he didn't really give it a raving review really? at all. I mean, it was pretty bad to be honest. I mean, they're, p- they're pitching all the right stuff right. on, on the commercials. The commercial look great. It Man. looks great. But the actual, vi- now I'd have to try them for myself, but he said yeah. that they're not, he goes, I'm surprised to say this, but meta has the better idea right oh, okay. now because it, he said something like hold on let me just go to it real quick and just yeah. quickly review uh, just gloss over what he says because it, it did hit a good point and i feel like we can close up after this i want to have one more question with good you, bro we'll wrap it up let's see here um there he is people crap okay yeah okay so his his review is like i've owned just about every major vr headset since the dk1 i don't even know what that is I also worked for a few years ago on concept for Magic Leap, extremely bullish, and AR as the next era of computing. He goes, unfortunately, the Apple Vision Pro is not V1 of that future any more than the Apple Newton was V1 of iPhone. It's a shitty product with zero pro- uh, market fit, solves no actual real-world problems, and does not move the ball forward on a spatial computing in a meaningful way. Um, it, what's crazy is he goes, he goes, he goes, I'm shocked to say this, but I think Meta is on the right track with their Ray-Bans. Hmm. Start very light and add functionality from there as a technology as technology allows. Unfortunately, they started out massive and now have to subtract technology to make something actually wearable. Hmm. And he goes, and I know we will eventually, he goes on to say, I know we will eventually get there, but I think the path is through smaller glasses getting bigger, not bigger glasses getting smaller. So <laughs> yeah. and it, it, I like what he said. He goes, I wanted an Apple watch on my face. They gave me a MacBook Pro hard pass. <laughs> it's just, yeah. so, it's I mean, true. 
I still want to try them. Yeah. I do, but I hear what he's saying. Like it's it's not there yet, and you're starting the yes. other opposite direction. You yeah. should start smaller than get yes or whatever. Correct. Right? It has yeah. to be smaller, yeah. more convenient. Like the yeah. Echo Amazon glasses and shit. Do you I've own any of that it. stuff? No, I don't. Are you a gadget guy at all? My my son is. He yeah. had he you has, have a son. Yeah, yeah. Crap, he's 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 turning twenty one next week. Twenty. 21. Like 21 Savage? 21. 21. I have to say that. 21. 21. 21. 21. Is it, you only have a one? No, I have, I have three kids. Wow. So a 27-year-old, a 24-year-old who just got married about to... I'm about to be a grandpa. What? Yeah, and a 21-year-old. And a yeah. This is crazy, man. Yeah. You look so... You're only a year older than me. Yes. And that is crazy. You've accomplished so much. I feel like quite I, a loser it's, next it's, to you. It's, nah, yeah. you're not, bro. You're... you're, you're you're a facilitator to to help everybody succeed along with you. Thank you. You know, you you are one of those guys where it, it's important to our careers because mm. without you, we we can't have a next launch. We can't have a next level for our careers. I hear you. So no, thank you. Cool. Yeah. No, I don't have kids. I have adults, and they all work here. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap up with this question. Manning Streets. If radio and acting and all that stuff didn't happen and you didn't go into the military yeah. in this alternate universe, where would Manny Givera be? What would you want to be doing with a career if none of this was it? So no no entertainment. No entertainment. No entertainment. No no what military. What do you think would you have gone into? If, if I'm just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're just spitballing. We're just spitballing and, and we're just thinking off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, me knowing me. I'm just a guy that's always going to hustle and grind and pay bills. Mm-hmm. Make sure my family can eat and enjoy life and travel. So you'd be I'm a, a travel mob boss. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or a bank robber. I don't know how I got there, but it just sounds like some mob boss shit. Like, just put family food on the table. That's it. Take care of my family. That's it. It's like you know, that's, Tony Soprano shit. That's always number one, though. You Manny know? Soprano. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No. With, a, with a Z. Soprano. With a Z. Manny Soprano. Um, get the fuck out of here. Okay, one more question. Yep. And this is kind of a game nah, question. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is a game question. I, I normally would ask the zombie remix of Big Boy's Raft question, where is of a raft sinking and you can only save two people who would it be okay. my question is remixes if a zombie outbreak happened who would you save and who would you let turn to let's do this instead just to pertain it to your career sure. and your vibe yeah if you had to choose you could only work with taylor swift uh-huh. on her next album record whatever sure. what have you or beyonce Ooh. who would you choose and why that is a great question, Sketch. Thank you. You stumped me on this wow, one. Wow, I can't believe Because it can go either way. I'm, yeah. I'm a writer of so many different genres. Yeah. I can write hip-hop. I can write alternative. I can write urban. I can write R&B, you know, a pop. Um, but I think the most fun that we'd probably have is with Taylor Swift. Yes. I mean, I, look, I love what she's done, but she's, uh, you know, from what I've seen, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know her personally. Yeah, but from either. what I've seen is she's very particular on who she works with. Yeah. Whereas Taylor Swift gave me like an open-minded, like, oh, let's have fun in the studio. Right, you know, right. whereas Beyonce is like, I'm scared to even just say anything. I'm terrified by both I'm of terrified. them. But, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, I feel like I'd want it. Where, well, I'm a Swifty already. Like, yeah. But I'm also yeah. a fan of Beyonce and I know Beyonce. I'm a fan of Beyonce too. I love yeah. her music. I saw the movie, yep. you know, the, uh, what yep. was it called? Renaissance. Renaissance. I yep. saw that in the theater. Yeah. I saw Eras tour in the theater. Yeah. I enjoyed both yes. vastly. I think 
uh, Renaissance was a little bit deeper because it gave you more of a, uh, the background of her. Yes. And Jay-Z as yes. well, and the daughter, yes. etc. But yes. Taylor Swift was just about the music and just the concert. And yes. they were both extraordinary, both. Yeah. But there's something so, I don't know, special-er about Swift that is, to me... Uh, like I imagine doing just an intro or production for her. This is one of my fantasies yeah, where okay. she, her, her crew, her people yeah. reach out to me yeah. somehow yeah. and they're like, Oh, we heard you, you never know. You know, you, you produce intros. We're looking for dude just to try you out. Have you, you know? ever tried? I haven't. No, I'd be terrified. You never know. Nowadays yeah. you can, tr you can just produce something and then DM or task, start tagging her. Yeah. Well, I do. I do. But it's just about uh, being Swifty yeah. and being a fan. But I have worked <laughs> with Busta Rhymes. I've worked with Ice Cube. I've done intros for them on their albums. Uh, hey, right. Dude. And it's done. I, so I have a bit of a resume yeah. of doing stuff yeah. where it works. I've, you know, what's the name? Uh, what the, what's that young lady's name? Brooke, Allie Brooke. Allie I worked Brooke, with yeah, her. Yeah. This is right before COVID. I made an intro wow. for her. And then her tour got canceled what? right before they were going to play the, the, the intro. It was one of the greatest intros I've made. It was after Kanye. So you worked uh, with Charles Chavez? Huh? You worked with Charles Chavez? and I have not worked with oh, him, okay. but I just worked with Allie Brooke Allie. on one-on-one at Sujit's Scam oh, wow. Artist Building. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, when is, she was this went through with, Nick yeah. Ferrer. Do you know Nick yeah, Ferrer? Nick, yeah, Yeah, so he Nick brought me on. with Charles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe I have met yeah, him. Yeah. I, I feel like I have. Yeah. It sounds very familiar. At but, the management company yeah. or label. Short-term memory loss. Yeah. I'm sure I'll remember Lady Artists. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, ladium. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was latinum. Maybe it's latinum. Yeah. No, it's you're right. It is ladium. Is it ladium? I remember okay. Ferrer telling me that, and because this whole time I thought it was something on a Latin play yeah. of words. <laughs> latinum. It sounds like platinum. Mix Filipino. Yeah. What's that? Mix Filipino. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I worked with him at Power. See. Yeah. Yeah. Family. Got We're all a family. Lot of circle of history I and love family, it. dude. For sure. Manny Streets, bro. Man. I can't tell Sketch. you. Thank you enough for doing this, bro. Thanks this for is having very me, man. To me. Thank you, this man. Is, Sketchomatic, you guys got to tune in because he's interviewing people that are gatekeepers to this industry, and people should know everybody that's on his podcast. I appreciate you, man. Um, give out that that Instagram. I got you, man. Give out. Oh my yeah, my yeah, Instagram right now, yeah. At Manny Streets, M A N N Y S T R E E T Z, and that's me on every social media. And you can catch him on one hundred four three My FM. Yeah, weekends, weekends, and. Um, what about doing a, a regular shift? Do you ever do you want to do that? One day, yeah, yeah. What one would day. You, which shift would you want to do? Afternoons? Are you? Would you do a Manny Streets morning show with John Camucci? John Camucci, hey. bad time in the morning. John Camucci, <laughs> hey, never know. John Camucci, yeah. <laughs> imagine Camucci and Streets. Hey, oh. John Camucci. You know, true story. Camucci used to. Uh, so you know, I did Manny on the streets. John Camucci. You know, this is just to wrap it up yeah, yeah. and go circle. Mm -hmm. I used to, uh, you know, go out on the streets with Ryan Seacrest in the mornings on Kiss FM. Um, Ryan, by the way, listened to Jojo on the radio back in the day and was like, Hey, can I use Manny for here and there? We stole you away. Uh, we're not going to say that, but this <laughs> is American Manny. This is American Idol. Uh, but both of them are like my big brothers, yeah, Jojo yeah. on the radio and, and Ryan Seacrest. I love him to death. Yeah. Um, but John Camucci used to drive me to help me give away prizes and gas um on kiss fm that's before crazy. he got this gig yeah so you FM. guys were both street teamers yeah basically wow yeah. the rise of the street teamers. it's insane and then he got this gig and uh, you know yeah. boom i know it the rest is history bro the rest is history and I, I imagine him being an actor too because he has that actor he face, should be an right? actor good looking guy young 
you know, he, he's he's in that vein of 90210 if it, that were to ever come back. Man, that <laughs> would be dope. That's a good idea. <laughs> he could be the new uh, Brendan Walsh or whatever. Right. Brandon Walsh. More hip. More hip. He's you like, know? John Camucci. John Camucci. John Camucci. Down tied in the bar. John Camucci. <laughs> he doesn't even sound like that. This is me mocking. I'm just totally doing a bad impression. He doesn't. He's way cooler. So, John, sorry. You know, it's not. It's with, it's said with love. John Camucci. All right. You, you know what I love about your podcast, too, Sketch? Go ahead. John Camucci. Everybody is is very candid and, and real, you know, um, and and the, just you have all the good guys on, on your podcast, you know, and it's I'd just, like to get more. It, you know, so if you guys are out there listening, celebrities even come in, you know, whoever yeah. the case may be, it doesn't necessarily have to just be in radio. Right. You know, but any entertainment, field, inter- comedians, exactly. I love it all. Anything in the industry. I just even young people that are just in UCLA. I've had mm-hmm. them on that are up and coming actors oh, themselves wow. or directors. They want to be writers. Yeah. Not want to be, but right. want to yeah. pursue writing, pursue I should it. say, yeah. rather. But yeah, this podcast is just an open form of fun yeah. and just insight vulnerability without any judgment you know i'm not yeah. calling out people's name putting them on blast no. I, I put myself on blast sure. that's my that's my <laughs> claim to fame you know i like putting myself on blast and making fun of myself because that's the more important thing as far as like shocking people with crazy shit i'd rather it be something that comes from the guest that's completely exclusive like i didn't know you had all you know three kids or you yeah. that you worked in all these projects until i really did my prep and that was that's shocking to me, not in a bad way, but it's like holy, it's like pleasantly shocking, oh, a pleasant thank you, surprise man. to thank know you. of the vast many hats that you wear, man. And it's it, you really embody that, bro. Thank you, man. But you know what's crazy Go is what, what's crazy is you know people ask me, oh, you've already made it, you're successful, you've you've done this, you've done that, you've done this, you know. Yeah. But to me, I, I feel like I haven't, I, I'm not there yet. Right. You're just getting started. I, or just haven't even started. Right. You know, I feel like I've done all that stuff, all those accolades or whatever. And my wife's like, when are you going to quit? <laughs> Let me ask you this. This is the last one. What is the next big venture that you're seeking in your career? What's the next big the next, project? So the next, so every year I like to have um, a bucket list mm-hmm. or a goal list, right? Every year. And 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 I, I don't know who, who anybody believes in, but I believe in God. So my faith is very strong. So I, I have a relationship with him and I just, I, you know, I, I, whether I meditate or pray, I have a conversation like this yeah. and I tell him, look, this is what I want to accomplish this year. Every year I have this and every year I've always accomplished it, whether it be on TV or film or writing or, you know, on an artist, whatever the case may be, or even having a little bit more money for my family. Right. So this year, this year, I'm, it's it's kind of in motion already. Um, I've written a couple scripts. Yeah. Wow. So we've already done music for Lifetime and Hallmark and Netflix. Uh, me and my me and my writing partner. I love those Hallmark movies. I'm a fan of those. Actually. So we we yeah. wrote a couple, and hopefully they get picked up this year. With the writer strike from last year, is now kind of delayed everything. Um, so that's what we're waiting for. Hopefully we get the green light, and they go. Boom, your 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 script is what we want. Well, if you ever get picked up for something with Hallmark, man, I know a young lady that's at works at Priscilla's named Mary Amerson. You know her? No. She kinda I always say that she has a strong resemblance to um Mary Olson. Oh, okay. And, and I'm sorry, I call her Mary Olson. Elizabeth Olson. Elizabeth sorry. Olson. Elizabeth Olson. Yeah, from Marvel. I call her Mary Mary Olson Bree because she also looks like uh Allison Bree. Allison yeah, Bree. There, there's a certain uh 
striking resemblance. Yeah. But she, of course, Mary Amerson gets, you know, she's like, but I'm my own person. <laughs> she that, right. But she's, she's an up and coming actor, director, yeah. right? She's all about those hallmarks. Yeah. I think she's Priscilla's. Her, yeah. She works as a Priscilla's. Okay. Bright blue eyes. You can't miss her. She's there pretty much every day. Okay. She's a fan. Wonderful smile. Yeah. And uh, she's been on this podcast as well. Really? Early on. She was one of the early pioneers okay. of this podcast wow. as, as a guest, I should what? say, as a guest. Yeah. She was on episode 16 or something wow. like that. Wow. And, I always say she's got this smile that can be passed as very beautiful, right? When you just see her in real life. Yeah. And then when it's on camera, she can do it where it terrifies you. Oh, it's like wow. scary stalker-ish looking kind of vibe yeah. she can do. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so well done. And she's not even doing anything. She's just being herself. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah, just, yeah. But she's acting like crazy. Wow. You know, acting yeah. like psychotic smile where it's just, it's hard to explain. Yeah. You got to see, I'll show you. I got to see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. if you ever do that, yeah, I'd love to see you guys work together. You never something. know. That might, you, know, you, you never know, know. Full yeah. circle again. Full circle. But, but that's, that's, that's yeah. my goal. Uh, that's next is, is writing scripts, getting it picked up, producing show running. Um, and hopefully, you know, the world gets to see that. I have one more question. What you just said right there with yep. the showrunner thing. Yep. How, what is the official, what is a showrunner do? Cause I see that a lot in, in the sure. making of movies yeah. and, and TV series as showrunner, yeah. so-and-so showrunner. Yeah. Is a showrunner like a director? Showrunner is like a executive producer. Mm. They, they, they make sure from the beginning of the script to the end of production, mm. uh, they make sure that everything is all put together, uh, before the public sees it. Basically, um, they're the they're the middle guy that makes sure that this show is going to get picked up or this movie is going to get picked up or, you know, they're the guys that are talking to the networks that go, this is our next hit. Wow. This is this is your next hit. Sounds like a stressful job. It's a stressful job. But, you know, it's one of those coveted jobs where like yeah. once you get that title as showrunner everybody's going to listen to you. Really? Yes. That's a strong title to it's have. It's a strong, a strong title. Position, man. It's almost bigger than being the president of a network. Really? I think so. Because I see that guy, Nick, I forget his, I say his last name, but he's a showrunner for that, that HBO or Max series called uh, True Detective. Okay. And they do a lot of those inside the yep. episodes. And yep. he seems so like serious, yeah. but also so well- like his vocabulary is so vast yeah. that I'm learning new words every time he talks and yeah. it's so in depth and I'm, but yet it's scary. Cause I'm like, I wonder what it's like working with that guy because he seems so, you know, like intense, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it hard to work with certain people in the, TV in the industry? Show, yeah. In the industry like that, because uh, a lot of them are, are very jagged. Right? I, I'm, I'm, right I'm going to tell you a true story. I did a show called uh, playing house. I saw that on, on, the on USA. Reel. Right. Um, and the two actresses, Jessica Sinclair and, uh, oh man, why am I blanking her name right now? Anyhow, mm -hmm. the, the two actresses, maybe you could cut that out. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, uh, so only 12 people. Listening. <laughs> so I, I did an episode where I, I was playing the tuba or whatever, holding the tuba. Sorry, string bean. Hey, this isn't a string bean. Okay. This is a beautiful pregnant woman with a life inside of her. Sorry, Maggie. Um, and man, Fred Savage directed that, right? So from Wonder Years, from right? Wonder Years, yep. from Wonder Years. So after the shoot, literally, I just said, "Hey, Fred, hey, Mister Savage, um, thank you so much for directing me. Can I just get a quick like selfie with you? I, I'm a huge fan. I grew up on you, you know." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." He brushed me aside. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And, oh. 
and turned his back on me. Uh, and I was like, ah, oh, that's that's heartbreaking. Yeah, that's you a know? Brr, brr, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Dream shot. I mean, we were out. We were done with right. our scene. We everybody's on break now. And it's like lunchtime. Yeah. People are, are just uh, heading out. Dude, I'm like, oh, shit. And, so. and what was he doing? Was he on his phone? Or no, he shit? was he was literally smoking, I think, at the time. Just like outside. Uh -huh. like By himself. Uh, yeah. And and it was a perfect opportunity. It was a perfect opportunity. And, and he just yeah. brushed you off. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Fast forward to me doing a movie with Ben Ben uh, Affleck. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, that was uh, 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 the the basketball. The one. basketball. What was that title? I forgot already. Oh man, <sighs> the way back. That's right. The way on, back. It's on HBO now. Yeah. But my scene got cut. Oh, oh, it was the worst. It's the same director as the guy from The Accountant, where where that Ben was. was a good movie. It was a yeah, great that movie. That was a very good. That's another underrated. You were in that too? No, no, okay. no, no. The the director directed right, the right, way right. back with Ben, and uh, Ben was literally sitting next to me. Mm. <laughs> we both had our chairs next to each other. I'm a construction guy. He's in this construction outfit as well, but he's a method actor. Right. I'm not. <laughs> so you're just Manny. Yeah. Not being filmed. I, I'm right. I was Manny. The fan. <laughs> the fan. <laughs> thinking radio like, dude, I want to ask this guy, Ben, right. like, come on the show with Ryan. That's always thinking, bro. Always That's thinking. Let me fast mind. forward, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Bro. And what did he say? Did you talk? To I him didn't all? even, I was so scared yeah. because Ben was also the producer. Right. And I was, you know, he's he was going this, through some shit. He was going through time. some shit. There was a lot of this going was pre, on. This was right after the, the Jennifer. Um, What's her name? Jennifer Garner. 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 I was just saying uh, split. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to him and JLo. But yeah, but he was, I remember he was on Stern. He was struggling through that time with the whole alcohol thing. Alcohol. You know he I mean? was, he was still going through AA, yeah. he, you know, he's going through all that. And then he was literally going through because the, the movie's about uh, a recovered addict um, <laughs> coaching this basketball what a role. Team. <laughs> I mean, impeccable so, time. So I'm like, I'm looking over at him. I'm like, uh, maybe not today. Right. Did you meet? <laughs> Taylor Swift ever? Yes. You did? Way before. So Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas were dating. Oh, wow. That's way back. Way huh? back when this she first when came she on the scene. Country. Taylor, yeah. Right? Yeah. Bro. To see her now, though. Insane. Man, she's insane. I should. Go ahead. Oh, man. I, I, I was just like, oh, man. I, I was trying to look and see if I had any footage because we were on the red carpet and they came up together. Yeah. With, with the Jonas Brothers. And of she was course. what, like 19? <sighs> Maybe even younger. Maybe really? 15, 16. Oh. She was yeah. tall though. She was yeah. taller than she was the boys. Taller. She was all in skinny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was like, "Who's this girl just coming up here with, with Jonas Brothers? We didn't even know who Taylor Swift was wow. at the time. It's crazy. Isn't that wild? Insane. Insane. And I tell these stories all the time. Like I met all these guys when they were young. Yeah. Younger as kids. Disney Channel, Nickelodeon. Ariana and then now Grande. they're huge. I mean, dude, they're huge. It's like they're icons, superstars. Now. Yeah, Timberlake. Icons. It's insane. Insane. But with Swift, did you interview her ever? Did you interview yeah. her on the carpet? No, right? or on the carpet. On the, and that yeah. was it. That's what that I was, was like thinking. Time. Oh man, where's the video at? Yeah, because you know, that was when she was like literally fourteen, fifteen, God maybe. Damn, yeah, fucking insane. Crazy, dude. Insane. And then fast forward to now, and it's like she's like this this world blown up. Icon. Like and the world revolves around her. What David Letterman said too about her was really dope when he was like, She's like a a, a shining bright light of good in a world of, you know, yeah. mostly darkness. Yeah, shit. right. Especially right. with the wars right. Right. happening right. in right. Russia and yeah. Israel, whoop de whoop. 
And, and you know, it's true. And, yeah. and then he's like talking shit about the, the people who are like complaining about NFL shooting to her. Yeah. He's like, she doesn't control the cameras. She does. She yeah. Does, she does. People are like, the producers. Do. She might. She kind of does, and she doesn't even know it. She's You're like right. an X Men. You're right. You know what I mean? She's You're like right. the Phoenix, bro. It's, she, it's so crazy. It's crazy. I love it. And you know, going going back to Joe Coy, it wasn't his fault. I was just about to ask it, that. It wasn't his fault, dude. He didn't write those jokes. He didn't write that no. joke. And he took that gig last minute. Last minute. And he took it. I would have took it too. I would have too. Be honest. And you know what? I'm sure Swift is aware that he didn't write the joke. Yeah. She didn't like it, but right. she doesn't, I don't think she. But it wasn't even a knock to her. Right. It was a knock to the NFL. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, who made up for it was uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. He made up yeah, for yeah. it on the Grammys. Yeah. And I thought yeah. he did a very good job yeah. as a host. I think you do a good job as a host. That's that's one of my right? dreams. That's one of my bucket list dreams, Ooh. man. Like one day to host this, this, you know, after interviewing so many celebs mm. th that are in the room, mm. you know, from the carpet stuff, uh, I would love to yeah, host Yeah, do an award day. show of any kind. Uh, any any uh, but kind. But one of those Emmys, yes. you know, something like that. But they should get yeah. like a guy like that. But Even honestly, I'll be sweating. Oh yeah, bro. My, I mean, forget it. Yeah, I, I'll be sweating. You'd have for armpit sure. sweat coming for out sure. for sure on television. On television, I would too. Through the suit, yeah. Through That's the when you suit. know it's working. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you see comedians like on stage sweating their balls off, like yes. sweating bullets, and they're yes. not nervous. It's just they're delivering. Yeah, they're, de they're executing, Correct. and it's like yes. working. That's out. me. Yeah, man. That's me. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll sweat. Like even filming. Yeah. Like I know my script. I know everything. There's one time I did a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going back. Take it was one back. of my first major commercials. Yeah, after you know being married for like I think like maybe seven years, mm -hmm. uh, my wife goes, "Why don't you just quick act, quit acting? You've never booked anything." Da da da. da. So I came home. <laughs> I booked it. Oh. I booked Buffalo Wild Wings. That's a big. That's a big client, man. The next day, I booked it. A book Bud Light commercial, what? like three commercials all in one. I booked it, amp, amp. and she was like, "Okay, never. You should never quit your acting." Game. Dude, don't. I think you got to keep going because sometimes they don't make it big until later. You know what I mean? Correct. Like Steve Carell or even uh, Chris Pratt. No, you're like, right. Not saying that they you're weren't right. big already because no. they were on big show like yeah. called The Office and whatnot. I just but, need that one break, like yeah. they got. It's just like it. they eventually, like I think, who says it. Stern says it. He's like, if you got something good, just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Even if you have to hold your nose and wade through the yeah. bullshit, that's yeah. how I feel about my job. Listen, I'm not complaining. I'm no. fortunate. I'm a fortunate person to yeah. be in a unique position, i.e. this podcast. Yes. Even though I don't get paid for it, it's because of working for iHeart Commercial yeah. Production, yep. which is a very strenuous, it uh, is. tedious job. It is. And it's kind of underrated. It's not really appreciated, even though people do appreciate you and they say it. It's still like, it's like being a mailman. But there's a skill yeah. and talent, a yeah. certain skill and yeah. talent to do commercial production yeah. or any production. And make it sound good. And make it sound Which amazing. I'm flawless. when it comes to that shit. That's bro. what I'm saying. Like, uh, the I rest couldn't of my life is one big dumpster fire. <laughs> but when it comes to this shit, I'm the bomb. There you go. Um, oh, any streets, bro. I, Dude. I, I, we got a, it's an hour and a half. We went a full 90 Insane. minute episode, wow. uh, well, 90 minute you, movie man. feature film. There we go. With you as the star. <laughs> Manny Streets on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. I'd like to invite you back again at some point. Anytime. All right. Anytime, bro. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you, Manny. Boom. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, essay. <laughs> 
Okay, bye. So this is where it all started. It was the Teen People magazine launch party. NSYNC was there, Britney, Christina, Aguilera. Like, JoJo goes, dude, call me. I call him. And I got, like, everybody pretty much on the radio with him. While they were young. They were, so you like, managed these were the kids. guest list. The guest oh. list. Hey! Ladies and gentlemen, the Sketch Show Podcast exclusive. That's right. That's right. Okay, so if you've made it this far in the podcast till the end, well, this is a message for you, for me, Sketchomatic. Uh, many of you are pretty aware that this is the final episode because I am taking an indefinite hiatus from doing any more episodes. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean it's the end, my friends. It just means that your boy, the old Omatic over here, I've hit a brick wall, I've hit a limit, and I need to regain some of my mental sanity back, if you will. I have a tremendous amount of work that I do for my regular radio production jobs on a daily basis, which is uh, overwhelming, to say the least. <clears throat> In order to lighten up some of that workload, I've decided to take a break from doing any more podcasting for now. Um... Booking guests and getting them to commit to do this show, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it doesn't take any effort at all. Some people just want to be on the podcast. And then some others, they, are, they take a little bit more persuading, a little bit more convincing. Eventually, they come on. However, it's just me doing this show. It's me booking the guests. It's me recording the sessions. Only me in the session with the guest, then coming home and editing it down in Pro Tools, putting it up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, etc. Everything's by me. And, you know, I do this show for free. I don't get paid for it. I don't have any sponsors. I don't have any ads. So it's not about the money. The reason I did this podcast and I started it was for the love of the craft. I do it for free. I do it because I love it. And I do it because... I know all 13 of you enjoy it as well. I'm being a little modest here. There's definitely more, but I don't have vast numbers where I am bringing any extra money on this podcast. And when all is said and done, it really comes down to the guests because it's 20% me and 90% guests. And it all depends on whether that guest is in a mood to have a conversation, to lock in with me and schedule a time. You know, everybody's got their own crosses to bear. Everybody's got something going on, kids, family, life, etc. I get it. But in order to continue on the podcast, I got to get people to commit. And right now, I don't really have the bandwidth anymore to chase down guests, to stalk guests, <laughs> to constantly be in their ear hey can you do the podcast because you know for a while i was doing it like that and and a lot of them were receptive some of them weren't as receptive and i understand but for now i am going to take a step back and focus on the work that does bring me money that does help me survive and get groceries and pay my bills and the rent i may return i may not i haven't made up my mind yet on that but if i do it's going to be down the line probably months from now so i'd like to thank every guest that did
did commit to this podcast and that was on and that was gracious enough to allow me their time and their energy and their stories and all that. Because without them, this podcast would be just me doing a solo show. And I did that already. And it's okay, but it gets old very, very quick. So I had to commit to getting guests. And right now, that commitment, that motivation, that drive needs to be put in neutral or in park for the moment so that your boy can kind of get back to just regular life for now. And eventually, we'll see how life evolves, how things transpire. And if hopefully, God willing, hey, you know, I'll be able to book another big guest and lock them in and get another podcast out. I really want to thank you, most of all, the listener, for choosing to tolerate this crazy podcast of mine. It's insane. I know it's unorthodox for most podcasts, and it's kind of like a hybrid radio show slash podcast. It's all these weird sound effects. Definitely not your average podcast. And I really appreciate the people that did DM me on Instagram, text me about why I'm asking, why am I stopping? It's just like I just explained, but I do appreciate you guys for reaching out. It's my point. And I appreciate you guys caring to reach out and ask me because I honestly thought nobody really gave a shit, but that turns out to be not true. People do care. And I guess this podcast was able to bring some sort of joy to the very few people that were able to tune in. And for that, I'm truly appreciative and very grateful. And I like to tell you that verbatim. Okay. So for me to you, Thank you so much for being a part of this show, and hopefully I'll see you down the road. Signing off.